0: provocative. No, it's nice. gets the people going. Well, Hector, here's the game plan. You're going to bring us two absolute martinis. You know how I like them, straight up. And then precisely seven and one half minutes after that, you're going to bring us two more. Then two more after that every five minutes until one of us passes the fuck out.
1: You got a bad attitude and you don't listen. blood it is not the violence that sets men apart all right it is the distance that he is prepared to go
0: ever notice how you come across somebody once in a while and you shouldn't have fucked with them? that's me
1: the
0: fuck else would you do this job cocaine and hookers my friend
1: Welcome to the Max Ordnate Podcast. Are you done?
0: I'm done. I mean, I'm not done. I still have more food, but...
1: Max Ordnate followers, friends, nation, people. This is the third iteration of the... Ultimate rifle build. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna go pretty fast. Yeah, this would be a short one because there's not much left. There's not. There is we we've, we've done talked about the action, the barrel, chassis stock, mm-hmm. trigger, like we've gone through everything. Mm-hmm. The only thing we have left is the optic and how you're gonna mount it to the rifle. There's a lot of accessories that could be included with that. So we'll allow it, right? Yeah. I mean, we can kind of
0: we can kind of discuss those and some options. Yeah. Uh, Cause I have some specifics for what I will and what run. But um I think at the core, it's right now we need to put glass on this thing.
1: We do. So remember, this has got to be your ultimate one rifle, does everything. You can hunt, defend yourself, fucking apocalypse now. Uh go to a competition tear it up Mm -hmm. right like it's your one-stop shop for everything
0: i didn't realize we're gonna have to defend ourselves with this too yeah all right what did you build no I, i i nothing will change okay it's just it's that that's going to change how i set up my optic all right possibly but okay
1: so for the optic itself i don't feel like i mean let's just start there Okay. Let's start with the optic. Then we can talk about how we're going to mount it and the other shit we're going to put on it. But for the optic itself, everybody's got their own fanboy shit out there, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you could be a new shooter and you'd be like, whatever Tyler likes, I like. Well, you know what? I fucking love Mm loophole. So maybe you're not that guy. Ultimately, I want to go with the loophole because I do love the optics. The weight is considerably less.
0: Which we just discussed earlier.
1: Every other manufacturer out there for a first focal plane, high quality scope, their weight is unmatched,
0: right? It's absolutely insane.
1: Now this is a do-it-all rifle, mm-hmm. right? So what's more important to me outside of, hey, I'm going to go with Leupold. What's more important to me is the magnification range. Correct. Because I need to be able to compete with it. hmm I need to be able to defend with it, mm-hmm. hunt with it, mm-hmm. apocalypse now with it, mm-hmm. zombie kill with it, yep. right? So, I'm leaning one of two optics. They'll both be the Mark V series, okay? okay? I'm either going with the 2 to 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> didn't see that coming. <laughs> or the 3.6 to 18. Oh, which I just used on the sniper adventure challenge rifle and it worked phenomenal. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't need all that magnification. People ask me all the time, like to shoot a thousand yards, should I have a 25 power or 35
0: the, power? What is the objective size on the 3 day two?
1: Ooh, 42. So that won't work. For you. 44. Okay. Okay. 44. So that doesn't change my mind. Okay. All right. I think it's 44. Let's see. The it should be a it's probably a forty four. That twenty five is a fifty. Uh-huh. Thirty five is a fifty six. Uh-huh. I believe it's a forty it four. Is it a fifty? Maybe not. I think they're fifty six. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh it's it's forty four for the uh, three D. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I was not expecting either one of those out of you. Why? What I, what do you think? Because it's on the lower magnification range Correct. for you.
1: Yes. Um, typically when you compete, you're running up pretty high. I stay at 20, but I can also tell you that in the sniper challenge, I took your 3.6 to 18 mm-hmm. with me. Never came off 10 power.
0: Yeah, no, just easy.
1: It was just yeah. the easiest thing for me to do, unfamiliar environment, tired, exhausted, fucking just locate, aim shoot yeah fair enough so like i said people ask do i need this magnification no that's a luxury on me anything past 10 power is a luxury yes so can i make a thousand yard shot with 10 power yes i absolutely can um is it ideal i mean i don't know if it's ideal but it's doable Mm -hmm. you can still see your splash will you be able to id the impact on a target Mm. Maybe, maybe not. No, but for shooting steel, I mean, it's it's uh, if if it's freshly painted steel,
0: probably. Yeah, and and to be fair, it's eighteen. It's not like you're running at ten power, right? It's a it's a three six, I think it is three point six to eighteen. yeah. yeah. 36 to eighteen. So that is a great modification range. Um, my, I think my um, yeah, my tangent data is eighteen. So like, I I I I run that objective range. Here's my problem with it for an all around rifle, okay go because it's a 44 millimeter objective yeah doesn't let in enough light so at night it's going to be much darker than i would need since i hunt a lot at night it's also a tangent well even so the 3d18 leupold awesome
1: okay but there's more that there's there's more that goes into like the objective size you are correct it gathers light
0: Correct, and so but... I don't want to I don't want to mislead, but but I don't want to mislead anybody saying the bigger the objective, the more light, the brighter the scopes can be. Absolutely not. However, side by side, same scope, same glass, same everything, mm-hmm. same power range, um, that fifty six versus that forty four. I've done that night. I've done that side by side testing, and it's it's enough to make me go. I'm going to use the fifty six. Okay,
1: that's fine, that's fair. Uh, I just I wouldn't go that high. I would want something that is capable of being all around. Mm -hmm. And I like the smaller package of the 3.6 to 18. It's a
0: great size. It is. It is.
1: And that's what really sells me on it, right? Um, Having that smaller package, less weight, it just feels like that's the right option for my do-everything gun. True. Um, Nighttime light gathering. I could see the appeal for a 56, um, you know, because it does allow more light in, you know. But Yeah, just not not for me. All right. So which one are you running? Uh, just because I do like the option of having 18 power versus a 2 to 10, mm-hmm. because other accessories I'm throwing in there will take care of what I was initially thinking. So I'm going to go 3.6 to 18. Okay. Mark five. That's my choice right there. Ooh. You got to
0: pick the reticle, not too.
1: True. So this is going to be my everything gun, right? I'm going Tremor Three. Okay. I'm going to have the Tremor Three. It gives me the ability to have the Horus 0.2 grid, Mm -hmm. but then I have wind dots in there. So if we're in a shit hits the fan scenario, it is just as fast as I can lay it down. And it's not as busy above. No.
0: Nope. The, the center dot. No. Nope. As as some others could be. So, that's a good choice. I like it. I think it'd be good. All right. So you're going the three to three six to eighteen by forty four with the tremor three. Correct. All right. Yep. Um. I, I I was, I was between the that exact scope, the three six to eighteen, um, and the five to twenty five. Um. Because of how I'm going to end up setting the rifle up long term, Um, for me, the light gathering at night is probably one of my top priorities because it's my everything rifle. But I also, for me, I hunt a lot at night. That's what I do most of my hunting. It's not that I even need the upper magnification range. I'm actually never past 10 or 12 power at night because the more you zoom the fuck in, the less light that shows up.
1: That is 100%. So
0: um, I'm usually around 10 power. Okay. If there was a three six to eighteen by fifty six, I would run that son of a bitch right now. Yeah, but since there's not, um, it would I'm gonna end up running the, the Mark Five, um, the three to eighteen or the five to twenty five,
1: probably in a Tremor Three illuminated. Okay, I would definitely do illuminated. Yeah. If you're if it's gonna be an everything rifle, it's gotta definitely. be illuminated. Yeah. Um, we might have to pause here in a second grab the sack rifle out of the truck. Oh, yeah, let's do that. And measure the objective. Let's do that. And see, because it might be a 50. 44, I'm thinking that's a U.S. optic size. Yeah, I feel like it, it could be. It could be. So yeah, we're going to pause right here and
0: we'll bring back some show and tell. Boom.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we're back. We have the rifle I just competed with in the Sniper Adventure Challenge. And this is, as I said, a three to 18 small package, 3.6 to 18 with a 44 millimeter objective. So says so right on the read. Yeah, it does. But you can see how this package right here I mean, this is nearly identical to what I built as a rifle anyway. Mm-hmm. It's very close. So it comes in at 10 pounds yeah. just like this, 10 pounds. I mean, solid, amazing, and the even comes with. I like that. that. I'm just noticing the. Uh... So I, uh, in order to save weight, we went with that. That's not bad, that.
0: and it's is that, strong. Is that Dyneema? Yes, of course it is.
1: It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so required to have a sling for the Sniper Adventure Challenge. All right, but uh, so yeah, this is the 3.6 to 18. That is the direction I would go. All right. And now,
0: what you got? Um, I would run, this is a, uh, this is 5 to 25. This is non-illuminated. I believe this is more of what I would be running. Um, this is a 5 to 25 illuminated. Um, this is a TMR reticle. Um, but it, what what's amazing is we talked about this before. The weight difference between, the, obviously that's a much more compact setup. Yep. But the weight difference between this piece of glass and that one is not much. It's not. Um, I, just, I have a handful of, of I got a lot of different fucking pieces of glass. I did not realize, for whatever reason, just how much lighter these are. It's a lot lighter. The Vortex, tangent yeah. Theta, I got a, um. what's the other one? No comp, Zero Compromise? Yeah. I got one of those in the back of the safe. They're all fucking heavy. Yeah. Um. I guess I didn't realize it because I haven't really given shit about it until we started to put this rifle together and looking for glass so yeah um, i don't mind this as a package i would not run these rings and um, we'll get that in a second but this is pretty much the exact scope that i would run um except instead of the tmr reticle
1: i would run the uh, tremor 3 okay for an all-right. so with our with our optic selection i would say that i wouldn't change anything right i, I still going to go with the loophole. Three point six to eighteen. you got the five to 25 um the only thing if you think about everything this rifle has to be good for mm-hmm. is does it cover the competition it does yes you cover the hunting yes okay it's got illuminated reticle all the good stuff right um how about a Shit hits the fan, zombies attack, apocalypse now, combat situation.
0: So for me, that's why, even though I'm choosing this piece of glass, I'm going to run this mount. I'm I'm just talking about the
1: optic itself. Yeah, so so this setup, not as much. I'm saying, I think in my mind, it's missing one thing. And that is, if you are, let's say it is red dawn mm-hmm. fucking russians are parachuting in like all of this right yeah, can't wait. You, you, <laughs> you've been at fucking war for how long in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and you're fucking out you're on a scouting mission patrol whatever snipe whatever you come to an area where you can check your zero you've been having feelings that your zero's off mm-hmm. Go to check your zero, it's off. You don't have the Allen key, you're not making the adjustments. Right. Them. And that's the only thing that it's lacking is like the Vortex, for example, has the toolless zero capability. And there's so some is, so does that uh, Your
0: tangent. I love. And so that was actually the selling point for me on that rifle. Yeah. Was how fast you can reset your zero.
1: Don't need any tools. None. Right. So that's the one downside to this. So if I were to lose my zero in any type of environment like that i'd have to make sure that i have the allen keys duct taped to my rifle somewhere Mm -hmm. to use them you know otherwise for sure otherwise you're kind of screwed yeah so no
0: that's a that's a that's a solid point right Um, because your only option is to just spin your knobs and then that sucks
1: well hey my my zero's off you know (laughs) hopefully your zero is low because you can only go down 0.5 that's right so hopefully you dial up and you're like, oh, my zero's actually at one mil. You, you could get by with that, yeah, but that's not where you want no, to for be. For sure, hundred you know? percent. So, so that's and, a good that's a good point. As far as the mount goes, I would also go with the spur, right? One piece, so that we can attach. And if we happen to come across a dead person's rifle, mm-hmm. I'll take that shit. Put back on something else. Put this on something else, yep. right? But you also have the ability to make attachments. And yes. that's that's one of the huge selling points for me. Yep. So this is the way that it would get mounted right here. This would be the front. So on the side, if I wanted to have a dope card, Velcro to my shit, I can. If I want to put an, a cosine indicator on here. Which I have on one of them. I don't know where it's at. I got a cosine indicator. Yeah, in that's shit. all good. So I can put the cosine indicator on here, which would assist me with high angle shots. But then... This is why I went with the 3.6 to 18 versus the 2 to 10, right? And I almost, if we put a restriction that you can only have one scope, that, that would change everything. For me. It would. I might consider a vortex at that point. Yeah, that would be. Because then I might be looking at like, should I go with a 1 to 10? Or um, as much as I don't want to say this. Bushnell has that <laughs> fucking range. You know, Bushnell's are made in China. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying that range gonna, is huge. They're going to be spying on you yeah, when they're attacking us. The fuck. Um, so,
0: but yeah, I, if if I couldn't run a red dot, I would run that um, that three to eighteen. As much as I hate, um, I I wouldn't run the, the 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 one power. I would. That's what I would run
1: if I couldn't run okay the red dot so i would still have a red dot on this thing and yep. i'd have it mounted on the top yep. directly over the elevation knob yep so if i have to use that with my engagement it's just looking over the scope there's no turning a rifle mm-hmm. 45 i don't have to be mr cool guy i'm just looking over the scope getting that dot on target i'd zero it at like 36 or mm-hmm. 300 yep that max point blank range and that thing would be money right because now you've taken your long range pop gun hunt gun battle gun and turned it into a capable closer distance you know you're not right. sitting there pulling up the scope trying to like you know no and it's and it's it's not like that's a no
0: one's ever going to do that kind of thing cuz i have i have shot a shot a shit ton of coyotes on a red dot yeah looking over my in this exact configuration looking over the top of my scope when something um, sometimes guys come in and they just won't stop. Yeah. And you end up having to shoot them at 10, 20 yards. So this setup is nice. And I look right over the top. This, um, it aren't the ringside run. I'd, I'd still run the spurs because it's a lot lighter weight and it sits a little lower than this one. Um, but in this position is perfect. Yeah. Um, and I assume that's the same place you're going to
1: run. Yep. 100%. So uh, definitely throw the ride down in there. one, It'll help you with target acquisition out of distance. If you have trouble finding targets, like looking through your scope, you're like, where'd that fucking target go? Well, having the red dot, you can put the dot on the target, look over your scope, dot, look through the scope, target. Right. So it's a great target acquisition. Close range because this rifle is a do-everything mm-hmm. rifle. Um, so, I mean, outside of that, would you add, like, I have zero experience with it. It just came out. I see all the hype about it, but it's not a new concept, right? It's the Vortex 4000 laser fucking range find doohickey, right? Mm-hmm. Raptor, Wilcox uh, Industries had one, the Raptor. Um, they have a Bluetooth model that Bluetooth to your Kestrel and does mm-hmm. applied ballistics data. Man, there were some other ones too. Didn't Silencer Co. have one? So I had one. Who made it? This was about 10 years ago. At Maybe. the time I can only think of Silencer Co. and Wilcox. It
0: may have I think been the a Silencer
1: bit. Co. one was called the Radian or something like that. It was That's kind of the one I had rounded tubes. That's the one I had. Okay, so they had that one. Yeah. And it was a rangefinder amounted to your rifle yep. system. Yep. Um would you go with something like that
0: i don't think i would it's Um, adding more weight it it is and i would rather have the ability of just a freestanding because i use my rangefinder for a lot of shit yeah i use it because it's 0.5 power yeah i use it just to look at things without having to bring my my piece of glass up so um i would just keep my separate uh, whatever i have now i think i have a loophole or a Bushnell or something, um, but I like my standalone rangefinder. Okay. Um, nothing wrong with it. Now, maybe I would do one of the uh, uh, the Vortex ones um, that has firing solutions and all that stuff in it, but probably not. I, I would probably keep it pretty simple.
1: Okay. Do you think it would be beneficial to have any type of lasers on there? I mean, any type of so- IR laser is going to be net it won't be a benefit if you don't have night vision
0: yeah i mean i think then we're getting out of the scope of it's an accessory it's an accessory right um you know yeah i'll i would definitely clip on a thermal and some lasers and (laughs) all that shit, right
1: (laughs) now we're getting down the thermal rabbit but
0: you know i would have um so this is probably gonna be totally stupid but i used to have just a red laser on my on my department rifle um just because i almost shot a parapet wall once just just to line up with the board that's okay it. and that's the only reason i'd have it
1: so if the laser can see the target then you feel <laughs> more good <laughs> i'm good that's not a bad way to that's go and, the only reason i had it on there. after some of the videos i've seen from law enforcement where they're shooting the top of shit yeah so yeah but yeah you're right uh, lasers the thermals night vision all that stuff is just going down another the rabbit hole yeah but i think this concludes what that ultimate rifle would be for us right i think
0: it really does i think um you know even though this configuration is perfect this barrel obviously we've decided wouldn't work so we would just have a lighter contour like a palma Yep. we decided on different um, uh me we had different idea what lengths would work but um like this for me is this kind of setup in base essentially that chassis which they can't see back there um for me, it would be the ultimate. If I had to have one rifle, that'd be it. Yeah, um, and I think what it it'd be the tradesman. The tradesman was that what it was? I yeah, it's Jack ball trades. It was it's the tradesman rifle.
1: It's been like a month since we yes. talked about this. It's ride. the tradesman. Uh,
0: yeah. I think it's a great setup. I am surprised that you went with the three uh, eighteen, but
1: three uh, sixty eighteen. But I feel like we need to go copyright that name before. I'm sure it's some, I'm sure somebody has it. Well, I mean, Dodge had it for a <laughs> truck, but who has it for a rifle? I don't know us yeah we do now we, uh, we do so is is it enough to publish this episode and say we came <laughs> we up can, with that i think it is i mean i'll jump on legal zoom right <laughs> now can do it tradesman copyright uh, no i think that's i think it's very helpful
0: and now what i think i think we should
1: build it we should build it we should build it and then we should go do Well, I mean, one of everything, (laughs) find some zombies (laughs) as much as we can. Right. But we should take it to a competition. Yep. We should take it out on a hunt Mm -hmm. and actually put it to the test of like, would this, would this be what we wanted? You know, like that's not a bad idea. Maybe you take mine out on a coyote hunt and you're like, this 3.6 is the shit. I made a mistake with a 525. Maybe not a bad idea. We should do it. All right. All right, I'm in. So you gotta give us some time. Put these rifles together. I think between the both of us, we have we have all the parts. We, we have just need barrels. Yeah, we just we just gotta get things put together. Yeah. But we'll get that together. We'll do another episode later in the year talking about the rifle, how the tradesman actually worked out, and if it is truly our do it everything. Till next time. Hope you guys have been enjoying these episodes that we put together and kind of released all at once. We'll catch you guys again tomorrow or this weekend. Drop another episode before we get back to our regular Wednesdays. Peace out, fellas. Ladies.